imagine this scenario. Yes, we're doing a cold open this week. It's been a while. The Powerball is at like $2 billion. No one's won it for like several months and it's just kept growing and growing and growing. People are losing their minds. They're spending hundreds of dollars a week on Powerball tickets and no one's winning and it just keeps growing. And then you, on a whim, just throw down however much it costs to buy a lottery ticket. I don't know. And lo and behold, you check the numbers and you see that you have won it and you're the only winner and you're the new just a one and a half billion dollar winner of the Powerball. What do you do? What do you do? Right. Everyone's been talking about, oh, what are we going to do when we win the lottery? Yeah, Everyone's been talking about it. But now you have to really make that decision. Do you take the lump sum? Of like probably like five hundred million, which is nice, but doesn't make any sense why they call it a one one and a half billion dollar jackpot when you only get like five hundred million. But that's beside the point. Or do you take the monthly payments, which once fully paid out would get you more money than the lump sum? But oh no. What if the lottery goes under and then they no longer have to pay the money out? Oh, then what do you do? That's a risk. So most people just take the lump sum. And so you do. And now you got, we'll call it $800 million. And then after taxes, it's like $400 million. Because government. And yet somehow we're still in debt. <laughs> make it make sense. Anyway. You got $400 million. And somehow within two years... You have less money than you did before you won the lottery. It's happened to a lot of people, and it has happened in some ways to the three people in this week's episode, but a lot worse. It's our weird world. Our weird world. Welcome to Our Weird World. I'm your host, John Henson. And yeah, the cold open making a return probably for the first time in God, I don't know how long it's been, but there we go. And it's a little it was it was worth it this time, I think, because I set up the episode a little bit better, even though eh, maybe a little rusty, but whatever. Who cares? This week, looking at some lottery winners who uh had some things not go their way whatsoever. All right, we're looking at the stories of uh, Jack Whitaker, Anthony Amato, and in our first story after the fancy music of Bud Post. Bud Post was born on April 5th, 1939 in Erie, Pennsylvania. Uh, after his mother died when he was eight years old, his father then sent him to live in an orphanage. Uh, aside from that, he had pretty much just an uneventful childhood, kind of grew up to work whatever job that he could find to support himself. I mean, he was a cook, a truck driver, a painter, a carnival worker, um, you know, just like he wasn't qualified really to do anything. So just, you know, 
kind of always on his own, always just trying to make ends meet. Um, he continued to struggle in adulthood and even served 28 days in jail for writing bad checks. However, in 1988, so I mean, when he's uh, 50, 49, 50 years old, uh, Post bought a ticket for the Pennsylvania Lottery, which at that time left him just $2.46 in his bank account. Um, he soon learned, however, that he possessed one of two winning tickets for the $32 million jackpot, which was the second highest in state history at that time. And he immediately went from having less than $3 to his name to having nearly $13 million, right? So he opted, rather than take the lump sum, he opted to take a series of 26 annual payments of $497,953.47. And just two weeks after receiving the first payment, he spent over $300,000 on gifts, a liquor license, a restaurant lease in Florida, a used car lot, and a twin engine airplane, despite not having a pilot's license, which let me tell you, things have changed. <laughs> For you to buy with just $300,000, for you to buy a whole restaurant, a whole used car lot, and a whole airplane for $300,000 and then some, because you still had some left over for other gifts and, and, and things like that. I, man, you couldn't get any of those things now for $300,000. It's Oh, God, what it must have been like to be alive before... The boomers ruined everything. And yeah, I'm going to say it. The boomers ruined everything. So do with that information. <laughs> I, you know, it wasn't our generation. That's for sure. We weren't alive yet. Um, within three months, he had racked up over $500,000 in debt. And that's a problem because, uh, he's only getting one payment a year of about $500,000. So he's already spent double of what he has made. He's, I guess he's putting it all on credit, not realizing how interest works. Um, doesn't matter though, because the next year he bought a $400,000 mansion in oil city, Pennsylvania in 1990. However, uh, his ex-girlfriend and Carpick successfully sued him for part of his lottery winnings, claiming that she had actually been the one to purchase the winning ticket for him to begin with. Even more, uh, Post's brother tried to have him and his sixth wife murdered. And when the hitman failed to carry out the hit, the brother ended up being arrested. So now in a year, all right, he's racked up a half a million dollars in debt. His girlfriend has taken a chunk of his lottery winnings and his brother hired a hitman to try to kill him. <laughs> uh, it gets worse because post had accumulated so much debt. He was unable to pay the court ordered share of his winnings to Carpic, his ex-girlfriend and the court then ordered his annual payments to be frozen from the lottery until the dispute could be resolved. And then when a debt collector or a bill collector showed up to collect the debt that Post owed, Post fired a shotgun over the collector's head, which you can't do. That's attempted murder. He also fired his gun uh, at his sixth wife's Pontiac Firebird. Can't do that either. Um, for both instances, Post was charged with assault and was given a restraining order. Uh, 
1998, Post was arrested on his sailboat after he refused to serve the prison sentence for the assault charge on the bill collector. And by the time that Bud Post died on January 15th, 2006, he had lost all of his winnings, over $13 million, and he was surviving on food stamps and a $450 a month stipend. So don't do that. Exactly. All right. Our next story here is of Jack Whitaker, who was the president of Diversified Enterprises Construction in Putnam County, West Virginia. So he was doing just fine in life. He had over $17 million in assets, but these are the people who want more. It's it's that entrepreneurial mindset where it's like, I'm going to build a business. I'm going to make all the money and build, build, build more, more, more. And it's like, cool. And, and those are the people who are like, I don't understand why no one else wants to be like me. You're silly and lazy. Blah, blah. Anyway, Gary V. So uh, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> where are we? On Christmas Day 2002, Jack Whitaker uh, purchased $100 worth of Powerball lottery tickets from a grocery store in the town of Hurricane, West Virginia. And at the time, the Powerball was at $314.9 million, which was the largest jackpot in the program's history at that time. So obviously, as you might expect from this story, Jack won. Uh, He took the cash out option, which netted him $113,386,407. He immediately donated 10% of that to Christian charities throughout the state, and then $14 million of it to his own foundation, which provided food and clothing to low-income families in the state, also known as everyone in West Virginia. Uh, He even bought a new house and a new Jeep for the actual store owner where he purchased the ticket. So, like, he's doing all this good stuff. He's a good guy. I feel kind of bad for the way that I characterized him earlier. And so, what can go wrong? Well, on August 5th, 2003, thieves broke into Jack's car while he was at a strip club in Cross Lanes, West Virginia, and took four, uh, $545,000 in cash that he kept in a suitcase at all times. And I'm sure you're wondering the same thing. And so when police asked him why on earth he kept so much cash on him, Jack simply replied, because I can. And that's... At that point, you deserve whatever happens to you. If that's just how you're going to go about making your decisions all willy-nilly, yeah, you deserve to lose it. You deserve to have someone steal it from you. Um, At that same uh, club, uh, at that same strip club, uh, the general manager and a dancer were later charged with a plot to actually drug Jack's drinks and rob him. I don't know if those things were connected. I don't know if the the robbers were working with the strip club or if it was just like a completely separate incident, but whatever. Five months later, another set of thieves broke into Jack's car and took $200,000 because he apparently didn't learn the first time. This is less money. <laughs> whatever. On September 16th, uh, Jack's granddaughter's boyfriend was actually found dead in his home, Jack's home, in Tees Valley from an overdose on oxycodone, methadone, mepiridine, and cocaine, which, that's just a Saturday in West Virginia, if we're being honest. Uh, Three months later, his granddaughter was then found wrapped in a plastic tarp and dumped behind a van. So that's unfortunate. So people are now out just killing his family. 
Um, he was later sued by Caesars Atlantic City for bouncing one and a half million dollars worth of checks that he had written as a way to pay them back money that he had lost gambling. Jack then countersued, saying that the casino was supposed to credit him because he'd lost the money on slot machines that he himself had to develop that he had developed, which somehow meant that he was owed money. I don't I don't get that logic. Like he sues a casino for money that, you know, or like a casino sued him because he never paid them for money that he lost gambling at their casino. But then Jack was like, no, I created these slot machines. So like I just gave myself money that you took. So you should give it back. It doesn't, doesn't make sense. It gets better, though. Uh, on January 11th, 2007, Jack received a legal complaint from a group of people he claimed were uh, a set of thieves that stole all of his money. And according to Jack, these thieves went to 12 branches of City National Bank and cashed 12 checks and that he only found out about it because Kitty French, another woman who had sued him, had not yet received her settlement money. And still the problems didn't end. On July 5th, 2009, Jack's 42-year-old daughter was found dead in the town of Daniels. Seven years later, one of Jack's homes in Bland County, Virginia, burned to the ground. And at that point, the last anyone heard of him, uh, he was in the middle of a divorce and completely regretting ever having won the lottery. And yeah. I don't blame him. Like your, uh, your daughter dies, your granddaughter dies. You have close to a million dollars stolen from you. You have all these people suing you for money that you allegedly owe them. It's just a headache. And you know, probably like, look, here's the thing. A lot of that is probably earned. Like he probably was a dick about a lot of things and deserved what happened to him. But also it's also like they knew he had the money and he, and he knew he didn't work for it. So they're going to go after it and try to get as much because people suck in general and they're greedy. Um, our final story here, a short one, and we're going to have just a shorter episode this week, but who cares? Again, it's a free show. Uh, in 2013, Anthony Amato won $75,000 in the Kansas lottery. Uh, after splitting the prize with his mother, Anthony decided to celebrate the only way you really should in Kansas. And that's with meth and weed. Uh, he and his brother used some of their prize money to score some premium, like top level meth, and then just went home to party. And during the evening, uh, one of the brothers uh, grabbed a large can of butane lighter fluid from the kitchen to refill, uh, refill the butane torches they were using to light their bongs. And as you might expect, right, the two were pretty careless about it and leaked a lot of the butane gas into the air. And when that gas reached the pilot light in the furnace, the entire house exploded. Um, Anthony suffered second degree burns on his hands, arms and chest. Uh, his brother tried to run away, like just completely flee the scene. But he was later arrested and sent to jail. And Amato, Anthony Amato, had to spend the rest of his lottery winnings on his hospital bills. All right. Unlucky lottery winners in the books and... Um, I would still like even like it's just three stories, but I would still absolutely 
win the lottery. For sure. I don't know who would be like, I don't ever want to win the lottery. That's a dumb thing to say. But <clears throat> God, winning the lottery would cure so many problems. It would probably create new problems, but I don't know, man, more money, more money, more problems, but like more money, different problems and money. And here's the thing. Here's the other thing. Here's the other point I want to make. I don't believe any of these people who say money doesn't buy happiness. It absolutely buys happiness. Are you kidding me? (laughs) I would be so happy with a bigger house. And that's really all I need at the moment, you know? Or like the freedom to just kind of take nicer vacations, all of that. That's happiness, all right? Money does do that, all right? Money, here's the thing. Money doesn't solve all of your problems. Money, like there's still going to be always problems. But money buys happiness for sure, for sure. And people who say money doesn't buy that, they're, they're idiots. And they're probably already bad with their money. So other than that, let's see what we learned today. What did we learn? Number one, if you win the lottery, uh, just get prepared for people to start coming out of the woodworks and trying to get money from you. Uh, Also, apparently, if your family hates you, they're going to try to put a hit on you and kill you. Number two, uh, if you win the lottery, don't just carry around a bunch of cash because you can. People will find out about it and steal it. And then number three, if you win the lottery, don't spend it all on drugs. There are other things that are much better things that you can spend it on. Next week on Our Weird World, we are back to one big story, and that is of Philip Garrido and the abduction of J.C. Duggard. Um, Just one of those national abduction cases that uh, got a lot of press and attention when it happened, but has... uh, you know, kind of faded from history, but just a just a crazy story nonetheless. And so we're going to cover it, look at it next week. And that is going to do it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for continuing to listen. Keep telling all your friends and keep it weird. Hey, Jim. You know the old sugar daddies, they be trickin'. They tell them girls, I said you can have whatever you like. I said you can have whatever you like. Anytime you want to pick up the telephone, you know it ain't nothing to drop a couple stacks on you. Want it, you could get it, my dear. Five million dollar home, drop Bentleys, I swear. Shoddy, you the hottest, love the way you drop it. Brain so good, swore you went to college. 100k deposit, vacations in the tropics. Cause everybody know it ain't trickin' if you got it. You ain't never ever gotta go to your wallet. Long as I got rubber band banks in my pocket. Five, six rides with rims and a body kit. 
you ain't got a downgrade. You can get what I get. My chick could have what she want and go in any store for any bag she want. And no, she ain't never had a man like that to buy anything your heart desire like that. I'm talking big boy rides and big boy ice. Let me put this big boy in your life. Thang so wet and hit so right. Let me put this big boy in your life. That's right. I want yo body. I need yo body. Long as you got me, you won't need no body. You want it? I got it. Go get it. I'll buy it. Tell them other broke. <clears throat> Be quiet. Stacks on deck. Patron on ice. And we can pop bottles all night. And baby, you can have whatever you like. I said you can have whatever you like. Late night sex, so wet, it's so tight. I gas off a jet for you tonight. And baby, you can go wherever you like. I said you can go wherever you like.